Hey, 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 everybody, it's so good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and it's the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm just ready to start 2023 and change the world. And we're going to do it in a lot of ways this year. I am the Deathline Potter. I'm also known as Kelvin Crosby, and I'm also the inventor of the Lighted Blind Cane. So if you're new to the Perseverance Podcast, I wear a lot of hats. And this podcast shows you how I, as a deafblind person, continue to persevere through my challenges. As well, bringing people that live beyond their challenges. So this is the second podcast of the month. And this podcast is the first of our new series of Persevering through the Bible. And what does that mean? Well, there are tons of stories of perseverance through the Bible. And what I really realized is that part of my main success of persevering through my life and my struggles and my suffering and my pain and all of that is because the Bible was my roadmap. To help me learn the tools that I need to have to be able to overcome my everyday challenges and giving me hope. I know some of you are not believers, but that's okay. You're still welcome here. I'm just going to be using this awesome book that is for a lot of people. A book that really is a roadmap to have success. And so, don't shy away here. Hang out and let me show you how... We can persevere through the Bible. You ready to go on this journey with me? Let's do this. Persevering is what can allow you to overcome. But you have to find joy in the pain that you live with. It's not going to be easy. But the reward and the character that you will build in persevering through your challenges will be so rewarding. It will give you so much hope. Are you ready to persevere through your challenges? Let's do this. Today's podcast is going to be kind of covering the Old Testament characters. We're going to hit, hit them on a high level, and then eventually we'll get into the nitty-gritties with these. And we're, we're going to stop right before we get into the major part of the Jewish laws. If you're not familiar with what I'm going to be talking about, basically these are all the characters in the Bible that were having to persevere in some way or they were being destroyed in another way but God never gave up on them and you're going to see how these characters have a major part in Judaism and also getting us to that point so we're going to go all the way from Genesis all the way to Joseph's story so if you're familiar with the Bible we're going to go through those characters today and talk about the perseverance. And 
what does it look like today, and how can we apply these different characters' lives into everyday life? You let me know if you like this stuff. If you're not liking it, please let me know, because then I will do something different. Sound like a plan? All right. So the first thing that we're going to go into is Adam and Eve. God created the earth. There was a serpent that decided, hey, Eve, would you like to have my fruit? And just to break some of your bubbles, it wasn't an apple. It was something other than an apple. I don't know why. We assume everything's an apple. But it was a fruit of some sort. So Eve goes, yes, I'll have your fruit. And Eve goes, hey, would you like my fruit too? God said, where are you? Where are you? Well, we're naked. We, we needed to find some way to cover ourselves up. Well, who told you that? Well, the serpent did. Okay. So, that means you ate from the fruit. You sinned. So now, we're introduced to this whole new world because of this situation. This is when sin entered the world. And now, all the characters moving forward are going to be based off of these two people's actions. Because they were tempted by the serpent. When we look at persevering, this was the beginning of what perseverance looks like. When God created the heavens and earth, everything was provided for Adam and Eve. Everything was there. Everything was beautiful. Everything was simple. But when sin entered the world, we then went from having everything simple to now having to live a life of suffering, pain, hurt, so that way we can survive on this earth. So with that in mind, let's go into what happened. We have Cain and Abel. A lot of us know that story. Cain killed his brother because Abel, he had an animal and God liked the animal better. Cain didn't like that, so he beat his brother to death and tried to hide it up. And God said, I can smell the blood coming from the ground. Why did you do this, Cain? And so, first murder in the world. And now, we know what it's like to have murder. We now know what it's like to have sin. And we're deep now. As they're populating more people in the world, sin is now becoming a major part of the struggles of the people. As we continue this story... We're going to realize God wasn't never happy about this. This wasn't what God wanted. But because we as humans have free will, we get to make choices. We have to come to God to have him impact our lives. So this is where it's a key, key component to remember. In this short period of time, there's probably maybe a couple thousand people on earth during this time. And... Through this period, you had some major pain, a major hurt. You had giants. It was just a nightmare of a time. As the generations continued to reproduce, and we won't get into all the details, because if you don't know the story, you should probably read the Bible, and it'll give you even more and more gruesome. So what ended up happening at this point, there was one person that still was faithful, and that was Noah. And God said, I am so disgusted at what's happening on this earth. I'm going to get a restart. I'm going to flood the earth, destroy the earth. Noah, I'm going to have you build the ark. He does that. 
let's take a moment here and let's look at what perseverance looks like with Noah and his struggle. Because he did this for many, many years building an ark with his own two hands and with his kid's hand and being made fun of. So I'm going to read, have the scripture read here. We're going to use my robot voice and let's see how Noah persevered through his challenges. Noah was a righteous man blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it. Leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens every creature that has the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Pretty incredible, right? People were making fun of, why would you make it such a big boat? Think about just the people in your life that say, why are you doing that? When you know you're doing the right thing, but people around you are saying, no, no, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. I'm dealing with that personally in my life right now, which is a situation where Somebody's telling me to do something other than what I feel my heart should be doing. But I really respect that person. I'm like, ooh, should I do what that is or keep going in the direction I'm going and have God guide my path? And that's essentially what Noah did. Because God never let him be alone through this time. When the rain came down and the waters came out. Sorry, I won't sing that for you. But if you... <laughs> in children's church you know that song you have the flood come it destroys the horror Noah's like this is where that hope really comes to play the whole mission behind Perseverance Podcast is from Romans 5, 3, 4 where we're going to rejoice in our suffering with perseverance and build a character that has hope in Christ so we're going to always look through this these stories through those lens of perseverance so in this case, Noah's like found joy in the struggles because God provided that for him. And he persevered to build the ship. It was a massive boat. What ended up happening from here is hope it was starting to get a little weak because there was no more people on earth. The birds couldn't find places to land. And he was hoping that well, they'll be able to get back on land. And then over time, they did. And here is when we start facing a whole new perspective on how God's going to run the earth at this point. We're going to fast forward and we're going to go to Abraham. Father Abraham, 
I'm one of them, and so are you. So let us praise the Lord. Left arm, right arm, left foot, left foot. Turn around, sit down. Hey, yeah. Sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> we're we're going to go through this. The problem with Abraham, he, he had to do so much persevering in his life that I'm not going to do it justice by just trying to overview his story because he had to leave his family trusting that the Lord was going to provide. And then you have Sarai, and he was saying, well, just tell them that you're my sister, and they won't take you away. Really, he wasn't putting joy in the Lord to have hope that this wasn't going to happen. But what I want you to kind of understand here, Abraham had to trust God that he was going to provide for him for the food, the cattle, and everything. And when he did, he would provide plenty. Abraham had his brother with him, Lot, and Lot and him had too much cattle, sheep, all the different rams, and they had servants. And and when you look at this, you're looking at Abraham, and you're saying, wow, you have everything. But they lost hope at one point. Sarai, she lost hope that she was going to have a son because God had closed her womb and it just wasn't making it happen. So Sarah says, hey, sleep with my concubine and let's see what happens. And she gets pregnant and what a law, it's a son. And the concubine rubs it in Sarah's face and Sarah's not very happy about it. And Abraham loves her son, but it gets complicated. This is why being married to one person is the best way to go. So it doesn't get so complicated. Because there's emotions all over the place. But with persevering through this, God never let go. Even things got nasty. With Sarah, with the concubine, with the people that are around them, they were scared of him. Some people were trying to make treaties and other people were trying to deal with him overtaking the land. But I want you to remember in your life, how much of your life is like Abraham, where you have plenty, but you still have to struggle in areas in your life. Say you have a loved one that died. You're not able to have children. You're worried about your spouse running off. There's all sorts of things in life that can hurt and that can be painful. And what we have to really remember, so like with Abraham's story, even though he lost hope several times, God never let him go because he made a commitment to him. I'm totally skipping past a lot of his story, but I want to get to his son, which Sarah had, and God promised to Sarah that you will have a son. They named it Isaac. I really, really want you to realize how important to trust your God that he will provide when the times are tough. And when God's going to test you in your obedience to him. I see it fairly often in my life. Am I going to be obedient with my semen king company? Am I going to be obedient with my pottery company? Am I going to be obedient in the way my love for my wife is going to be? He tests all of that. And we have a responsibility to trust him, our God, to allow him to provide for us in those times. God says, go to out to the wilderness and sacrifice 
your son to me. So they go out, puts him on the altar, and gets ready to chop down on Isaac. Then next thing you know, over there in the corner, tied up in a in a bush, it's a ram provided for the sacrifice. Because Abraham showed God that he was willing to take away his firstborn. And this is a key component to this story. Because this was the only God ever, our God, God of the heavens and the earth. He's a God that does not glorify in human sacrifice. So let's go into the story of Isaac. So Isaac had two kids. Isaac had it pretty well off. And he got his wife from Abraham's homeland, brought her back. He had two kids, Esau and Jacob. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament. I'm surprised my brother hadn't tried this on me. But if you're listening, bro, don't try it. I know your tricks. But what's interesting about this story you have twins, and you have two brothers that have pretty much everything they need. But this is where envy, jealousy of other people can get in the way of you being able to overcome your challenges. You had Esau selling his birthright for some stew because he was starving. And then Jacob tricked his father that he was Esau and took the inheritance too. Esau then was a little careless about it. It then became a problem. This changed the way God used this process. So it now went from the younger son. And we'll find that when we get to Joseph here. Joseph wanted his oldest son to be anointed. But Jacob anointed the younger son. But with this whole process. We also have realized that. Now, there's a divide in the family. What is beautiful, though, is that forgiveness is truly important. Because as the divide happened, because there was so much anger with Esau and wanting to kill his brother for taking his birthright, Jacob had to trust the Lord that he would provide. There were some brutal situations when Jacob left because he had to serve his father-in-law for seven years and another seven years and it just became a lot more than he asked for but he got two wives out of it but at this point we're looking at a lot of Jacob's struggles because of his jealousy of his brother and his brother wanted to attack him and end his life with this all in mind we're looking at Jacob having to serve his father-in-law but the God let him down at all during this process he never did did god provide for him did god give him wisdom and how to make the best decision to further his wealth and be able to provide for his family he did so this is where i want you to remember today it gets so nasty out there for you god's not gonna let you go when you take the first step to persevere this specific story reminds me that even though Jacob was scared for his life, Esau was mad, and now he's having to serve his father-in-law, God still never let go and provided through the process. It wasn't easy, but he provided for him and his family. God will provide for you. It doesn't matter how painful it is. He will never let you go. On to our next character, 
Jacob and Esau ended up forgiving each other, but they lived nearby each other, but they didn't overtake each other. Jacob had 12 sons, where we get the 12 tribes of Israel, and also Jacob's name is changed to Israel by this point. And Israel has a son named Joseph. This is where we go from God providing, and then we get the laws after this. So the next podcast, we'll talk about what the laws were and how God helped people persevere all the way to David. And then we'll go from David to Jesus, and then we'll go through Jesus, and then we'll go up to current day. I will then go into each character individually. So then we have Joseph, which is the second youngest son. And with this in mind, God had a purpose for Joseph. And if we look at perseverance... I pray that none of us that hears this podcast ever have to go through the pain that he did. But I'm going to let you know, it doesn't matter how hard it gets. He never gave up on Joseph. God provided, but Joseph in the hardest times of his life had the trust that the Lord was going to provide and help him get to where he eventually got to. Joseph had dreams and would tell his family about them. And because Joseph was Rachel's firstborn, Jacob had a specific place in his heart for him. And he would tell them dreams and they did not like it. Because basically Joseph said he was going to rule over them. So his brother teamed together and went out into the field and they sold him off to slavery. And he went to Egypt, now a slave, and then he worked up the chain there. And then... Wife thinks he's attractive, so tries to seduce him, and he goes to jail. And, and then you have the cupbearer, which is the person that eats and drinks anything that the king's going to eat. So that way they don't get poisoned. Because if the person dies, then they know that the food's bad or the drink is bad. And then there's another person that went to jail, and he died because of his behavior. So all that to say, Joseph is in jail. These people had dreams. Joseph interpreted the dreams. And then the next thing you know, they forget about him and he's still left in jail. But God never let him, never, never forgot him. The cupbearer remembered when Pharaoh was having a dream that couldn't be interpreted. So Joseph came up and interpreted the dream and then Pharaoh gave him all of the land to be responsible of. To me, this story hits me so hard because if my life was this miserable for so long, and then being rewarded so big later on. Wow. For me, this is true joy in your suffering. Joseph is a perfect example of true joy in his suffering. Because the joy went on for years. Because he suffered for years. But he kept going forward. Which in return built a character in him that was so strong and so close to God. That anything bad that would happen, he would have hope in the almighty God. That is the first part of the perseverance through the Bible. And I know I overviewed a lot of these. But I think it's important to know what the characters are as we move through the Bible. And then I will individually break down these characters. So that way we all can have a better understanding of these stories. But for the next four podcasts, we'll be kind of overviewing these characters that are in the Bible. So that we get a general idea how they each persevere on a high level. And how we as individuals 
can rely on God himself to help us move forward from the hardest times in our lives. Because suffering is all because of Adam and Eve. Like I always love to say, go live beyond your challenges and I look forward to seeing you next month. Now you're ready to persevere for your challenges today. Thank you for joining me on the Persevering Podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can email me at kelvin at perseveringpodcast.com. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Deafblind Potter. If you'd like to buy some merch or some Deafblind Potter pieces, you can go to deafblindpotter.com. Please give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the Persevering Podcast so you don't miss an episode. That way, you and I can continue living beyond our challenges and persevering through them too.